podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Razabani for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to have with me Manchester's finest, Mr. Pat Barrett. Pat, how are we doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm very good. Uh, especially now Carly's just won that um, the WBC international title on our shows. Need to feel good. Obviously, uh, your first main event obviously tonight was obviously the female event. Um, went the full distance. Did you expect it to go the full distance? You know what? I mean, Carly's not boxed for ages. Um, it's been a long time out of the ring. Um, opponent, change of an opponent. Um, opponent was very scrappy. Um, she's been training for so long for the Commonwealth. And, you know, a quick change, even though it was a better, more title to get in the world range. It was kind of hard for her. Um, and the opponent didn't make it easy. She was switching, she was slapping, she was all, you know what I mean? But it's done. She's won it, she's a champion, and that's what matters. Let's move on, not me. What's next for her? Uh, I don't know, you know, I'm not really a manager, I'm just working with her on the promotional thing. And, um, you know, I'll speak with her, her manager, Paul Stevenson, I'll speak with the trainer, Sid, um, speak with Carly itself, and probably she probably would like to fight for the Commonwealth, and that would be probably around about the 11th of December. So it would be good to have a Commonwealth champion as well as what she's just won now. A couple of the fighters on the show, I spoke to uh, Adam Rasul, who was completely disappointed and gutted. He said to me, it feels like a loss. How did you score the fight? Do you know what? I think he won the fight from the last round. I think it was the last fight, the last round, the way he went out there and won that last round. The last round won him the fight, just about. But up until the last round, the fight would have been a draw and it was a lot closer than what Adam said. And I did say that to Adam. I said, Adam, this fight's a... Uh, close fight, but let's not take nothing away from Adam's opponent. It beat a kid who was six, seven, and all who was meant to be fighting for the central area title. You know, so it just goes to show that he he's a durable opponent, and him fighting a one and all fighter would probably think, hey, I'll go for it more. So Adam did show a lot of guts, grit, determination, and to pull it back. And you know, he just said, but in all fairness, I don't class Adam as a four round fighter. You know, he gets going as the fight goes along. He should start with six rounds. In the first round, it seemed like Adam was popping off his jab nicely, hitting those lovely combinations and feet movement. And it seemed like in the second and third, it, he started to slow down a little bit. Where do you kind of think he? Where do you think he gave room for the opponent to kind of bridge that gap and make it a draw? I mean, look, he did everything right, but then did do everything wrong at the same time. As far as head movement, working the jab, getting close. It was when he's getting close, he didn't let his hands go. And again, you know, it's, it's all down to experience. He'll learn from that fight. I mean, a draw is, a, is not a loss, but it's something enough to scare you, to make you um, do a lot better, make you realise about yourself. Because it's not nothing that I haven't told him in the gym. It isn't anything. And I think sometimes with these kids, they get used to my voice and they think, oh, I'm just gassing on them. And as I told him then, you know, you can't do all the work and not take nothing from it. And that's what I found out him doing. He's moving his head, he was getting close. He just wasn't working. And look, the one punch combination was not good enough. If it was an explosive puncher and he had that devastating power, fair enough. But he wasn't setting it up. And again, 
It's, oh, I'm not going to take no for the way you can show, you can see that he's a very good kid and he's a very good prospect in the making. And fights about learning. He's not been in with no easy journeyman, yeah, what they call him. He's not been in with nobody. He's been in with a good, creditable opponent on your second fight. Yeah, and most people would have turned that fight down. Who said, nah, I don't want it. But he done good enough to, to do what he did. Any other standout performance on the show tonight for you? Um, I didn't really watch the whole belt because I was backstage. But, you know, like I said, now Brown, you know, he, he impressed me as, as normal. Um, good job, good kid. I mean, they both impressed me. Don't get me wrong. I mean, look, I'm not going to take nothing away from Adam. It's just that I'm like Adam. I want him to be good about himself. And if you don't leave it all in the ring and then you come out and you feel like that, then what more can you say? You've got to leave it in the ring. We train hard and he wasn't even blown when they come out of the ring. And even though he's working, I saw a lot of these guys have got to learn to how to control the physical and mental um, way of going into the ring. Pat, I know Coogan caught up with you immediately after the press conference earlier this week, but obviously a few days have since passed. Any, uh, any reflections? No, not really. See, the thing with me, yeah, I'm, I'm, it doesn't... The only thing that really kind of got to me a little bit was just the way he spoke to Lyndon because you don't speak... You know, I've got um, respect for Ante Yard as a fighter, and I always will have. And even getting ready for him now in this camp, I'm doing it with the respect for him that he is what he is, and I'm not taking him lightly. And he shouldn't talk to Lyndon the way he did because you know, even though he says, "When I talk, you listen," you know, he doesn't have to. Yeah, because even when Andy's talking, Andy's not going to tell him to shut up. You know what I mean? Uh, no, and even though he dressed it down by saying, "Oh, you know, he's like my father," do it. No, I don't. I don't like that disrespect. So anybody wants to go like that, then I'll go at it myself. And, like I said, it's not where, how can I say it, I don't hate the guy, I just don't like the guy. And even after the fight, I still won't like the guy and I won't change my mind because you've disrespected me once and you'll never do it again and that's it. And I don't go back from what I'm on about, we go back, we had a personal conversation in the dressing rooms and then they want to bring it out on a press conference. It was a personal conversation, as I said, it was a close fight, it was a close fight, man boxed with one hand. What do you expect? You've got two hands. Could it be a close fight? Yeah. He landed one right hand and the one right hand I pleaded with Lyndon to throw it and he thrown it. And he landed it. So could you imagine what he's gonna be like right now? When he's hundred percent and he's got nothing in his mouth. He's gonna be hundred percent and he's gonna land the two hands and land them at will. So this is what they're doing. Lyndon's power is being underestimated yeah, in a big massive way because he's never felt it, which is fair enough. Don't underestimate what you don't know. Pat, you know, we're talking about Lyndon's right hand and he wasn't able to, to throw it. And the problem was, was, it didn't happen on the night. It happened before the fight. We all knew it happened on the night because if you look at what happened on the, on the, on the big screen, on the camera, and, and everybody will tell you that. It was on the bar. I'm not going into it. I'm not going to try and get it. He threw an uppercut and it went. And he said to me, and from there on there, it was, it was, no, it was known. Even somebody from the, uh, where we were sat ringside got onto it from what I was saying to Lyndon and went straight to Yard's corner and said something and then Yard said don't quote me on this I think I think he can't throw the right hand that's why he said don't quote me on it but the, you know this game is full of sharks dogs snakes sly biting people you know what I mean and you know nobody wants to see us win you know what I mean you know Frank put it right in his back garden 
trying to give him everything he's so, so that we can lose. But we're not going to lose. And I've told Frank this before. The very first time I met Frank Warren and signed Lunar to Frank, we asked for that fight. And Frank turned it down. All he's been given, he's been given and picked cherry fights. Yeah. And their camp won't take nothing more. It's not Yard. Don't get me wrong. Yard is not the one who's picking the fights. It's Tundia J. Yeah. And they won't pick the right. They'll pick what's right. But they can't do nothing with Lyndon because that's just how it is. And we won it before and we'll do it in more of a fashionable style this time round. So I mean, and that's not me boasting, it's just about being intelligent. Probably the last one or two questions on this particular fight. Can Anthony Yard outbox Lyndon Arthur? I think you need to cut that question. Because I can't believe you're asking me that question. Yeah. If Van Nyard could outbox and the Lyndon Arthur, he would have done it, wouldn't he? When he had when he when you can't even outthink him, never mind outboxing. How are you gonna outthink someone when you just got a one dime one dimensional mind? They don't oh, I, hey, I say no more, I rest my case. I'm gonna enjoy the evening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the I'm, I'm the interviewer. I gotta ask the question. Then. You gotta give the answers. <laughs> no, talk Coogan. So you slip that one in on the spot. <laughs> Get a reaction from him. Well, you're not Coogan. It's all right. Hey, hang on, hang on. I still got it. <laughs> oh, oh. I still got it. Who's that? Don't chat shit. You know who it is. <laughs> who is it? Well, that was uh, Tunde's interview with Coogan. <laughs> Pat, Pat, before you go, before you go, before you go, before you go, before you go. Obviously, what riled up Tunde was that comment you made about going over and punching his, his head in. On I don't talk about that because you know what, yeah. And at the time, ask me the meaning. Of course I would have done it. Because it's not like I'm going to say what I don't mean just to boost up for the cameras. It's, it, I don't like disrespect. Respect is something that he can never have as much as he thinks he's got it. Respect is something that you have to earn. You have to earn it from where he said he was that close to going back from. And if you had been there on that note, he'd know what it's like. That circuit, he, as he talked about shaming his family, yeah. I don't shame nobody. I am my family. As he said, if, if I've got kids to be disgusting with me, I have got kids and they're never going to be disgusting with me because it's like I just said, yeah. I would be disgusting. Look, if I've got a little boy, yeah, and my dad sits on the stage, and somebody says, I'll punch your fucking head in. And you're going to sit there like a bitch and take it. And I, I'm getting up that stage. I'm like, what are you going to do? What? You're going to punch? What? Here what? Let me take this off. Come, let's go outside. Let's do this. I'm not interested. Forget about styles, past you, anything. You just said something to me now. Never mind chatting down there going, oh, this and all that. But forget about that. We don't, we don't play this game. It's real. It's like we don't play boxing. It's real. If you're about that, you're about that. If you're not, Hey, simple, but don't say to me you're something that you're not, because don't contradict yourself. I am what I am, and I never, never will change who I am to what I am, yeah? I'm just a road man with an intelligent man that can train fighters as well. I'm versatile. I can be whatever you want me to be, yeah, at that right time. So don't push no buttons. Peace out. Just finally, uh, are Liverpool going to smash Manchester United tomorrow, Pat? Yeah, you know what? You're probably right, you know, because I'm a Man City fan. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Barra, IFL TV, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global.
Social Podcast Network.